Hey, what's up, everybody? This is a new show called Off the Topic. I'm your host, Evan Magid, and today we're going to talk about quickly about four little off the topic things that come out of my mind. This was advertised previously from the official movie podcast. If you haven't watched that show, definitely watch that. But this is a little short, little tidbit, little quickie that I like making where it's about either TV shows, video games, or uh, little things that I have on my mind. It's just little things recently that have just randomly popped up and I would like to talk for a short amount of time. So let's start this off with the new Star Wars trailer, the new Rise of Skywalker final trailer, my little reaction. And what I think about it, I think it's a good trailer. And I think they didn't show too much that would spoil the film. But I really appreciate what they're trying to show, and I think it's a good little marketing practice because the tickets have doubled above Endgame, and that really surprises me in a lot of different ways. And I I feel like it should really, really be the best movie you can be because from what they're showing us with Palpatine and Finn's character, I don't know what they're going to do with Finn and Poe, but Rey's character, she's apparently training, once again. And then you got Kylo Ren, who I have something to say about him. And it's because of what we see during the trailer with her and uh, her, him and Ray uh, fighting this like sand creature. And uh, this, uh, oh my God, I have to burp again. Uh, this little, this little sand creature, that burp just completely boggled my mind. Um, the, the, this, the little like black sand creature, I don't know what it was, but they're working together. They're apparently working together. And with that, it, it, it shows me that this is going to be completely different. And with the, the, the quote-unquote fight that everybody's waiting for you know, on the ocean with whatever they're standing on. I, I don't know. It might be a part of a Star Destroyer. But they're, they're, I don't think they're fighting. I think they're training. I think it's a training, I think it's a training scene. I think it's a good little training scene. I think they're de- 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 defying us, thinking it's going to be another uh, lightsaber battle. But you can't fool me after you showed me a little bit of them working together. So... Uh, that's my little defying little little theory about what's going to happen in the future of that trailer or the future of this movie. Uh, hopefully it's going to go that way. But if it's just another, you know, bad guy, good guy kind of fight, I don't really care about it. So uh, everybody's coming back. Uh, Luke and Leia seem like they're both together. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be nuts. That movie's going to be nuts. So uh, do I have my tickets ready? Probably, probably not. Um, I have to see when it's open. But yeah, it's my quick little reaction for Rise of the Skywalker trailer. But I'm going to move on to my little tiny review that I'm going to talk about, which is a video game, and it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a reboot of the kind of trilogy of uh, the Call of Duty 4, and then Modern Warfare 2, and then Modern Warfare 3, or MW3 if you want to get really technical. So my thoughts about the game is it's really, really realistic, and the graphics impressed me a lot. I think the gameplay is very much complex, and I think a lot of stuff in that game is very very much uh grounded into our world it shows a lot about you know terrorism and kind of their their version of it or not their version of it it's our version but in the call of duty formula in terms of a campaign and i think the characters are great i think the story is magnificent i think there's little little things that they show where it shows off how impressive that they have because they have a new engine in place uh to making their game kind of a lot more glossier and a lot more uh shakier but the multiplayer, it's problematic, and it feels a lot more like a, a copy of Battlefield. But that doesn't exclude it to be a, a, being a terrible multiplayer. I think it's in the right place and in the, in the right place at the wrong time in terms of uh, what type of uh, like tactics, tactics you need to use. And the maps are way too big, so it might get a little bit boring after a while. There's a lot of times where you can't see the enemies uh, in the other side. It's because it's not in the little mini-map that's in the corner where you 
uh, see little red dots, which is supposed to be the enemies. And with that in mind, it doesn't really help that it's supposed to be quote-unquote realistic. Like, I feel like there's a little bit more barriers when, it, uh, when it's uh, in contact with online, online gameplay. So with that, it's a little bit much of a, a, a hassle to kind of figure out what else is in the game that, you know, is different and whatever. And because you're going to be looking at the top of the screen because there's a little compass on the top that shows the red dots, but the minimap does not show it at all, which I think is a really missed opportunity. So I think there's missed opportunities and also just kind of missed information that doesn't really correlate well with the online gameplay that we used to play in Call of Duty. So Call of Duty should always be an arcade experience. And this one is a lot more experience, or not a lot, a lot more experience, a lot more of a tactical esports type stuff. That's what it, that's that's what the feel is talking. Um, well, that's what the feel I'm feeling right now, at the moment. Uh, but yeah, that that's my that's my thoughts on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I still need to think about it. Um, but that's my little review because I gave it a seven out of ten on my Snapchat, which is Evan Magic, no caps, no spaces, all one word, and. Yeah, I, I still got to play it because I'm still in, in cahoots with it, but I think I still think it's a good game for what it's showing us. Anyway, the third of the four topics that I'm going to talk about off the topics is a little show called Living With Yourself that's starring Paul Rudd and also Paul Rudd because he's playing two characters because they're clones. So there's two Paul Rudd clones, and that's basically what the start of the show is, basically. So that's the concept of the show is that you know two Paul Rudds kind of uh, connecting with each other or sometimes classing with each other where they, they go into different situations, they kind of find out which one's better and which one uh, can do the most work and how you know their, their relationship goes. And my first thought is this show is really, really funny, but it's also very smart. It's a very smart and emotional show. Paul Rudd gives one of his best performances of his entire career. I thought the, the cinematography for the show is very much smart because it shows certain things in the background and shows different things, but with the episodes, there it's kind of duality in itself as well. So if you want to see one clone story, you got to watch one three five seven. But if you watch another clone story, then it's two four six eight. So they have a little, they have formula and they have a good setting of what their their story is going to be in uh in the future because there's going to be a second season. But if you just if you just binge watch it, which is very very short, it's a very short uh, uh show. It's at least like four or three and a half hours worth of your time. But uh, I would say I would recommend it. It's a good watch. It's very, uh, it's a very funny comedy, but it's also emotional in terms of uh, Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd's uh, relationship with their what their character's name is is Miles. But I'm gonna call him Paul Rudd for the future, um, or for the future reference as well. But that their relationship is very much smart and emotional, and they kind of figure out each other very quickly. And it's very fun. It's a very fun and funny show, and I recommend it to anybody who's bored of flipping through Netflix's catalog because they have so many shows that are a little bit uninteresting. I'm just, I'm just going to say that outright. They, they have some shows that are a little bit uninteresting that I kind of passed through. But the final topic is uh, a topic I'm going to talk a little bit more brief about, and or not brief about, a little bit more in depth, I should say, is my thoughts on the newest season of American Horror Story. It's called American Horror Story 1984 or AHS 1984. That's a mouthful. But... American Horror Story, to give you some context, American Horror Story started, I think, in the late 2000s, and it was a little show, or the early 2000, 2010s, I should say, um, where it's this little show where it's like, uh, in, 
anthology where different people go to different situations, but it's still a little horror story where it's, you know, about demons and ghosts and all the stuff you see in horror movies like slashers and stuff like that, but it's a different take on it. And I've stumbled on the show once on like Netflix or on FX On Demand, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it ever since the first season because it was so intriguing, but it was a new way of looking into horror and, uh, you know, relationships. Even though they have some of the cliche stuff that they have in shows, I still think it's a very much found, it's a good foundation for a, a new kind of, um, yeah, I should say either franchise or like a new kind of show graphics to pick up and make like 10 more seasons of it and guess what they kind of did do that because uh american horror story 1984 i think is the ninth or eighth i think it's the ninth um uh, season but they're on their 100th episode at the moment and i think it's a good time to talk about this because my thoughts on the newest season disappointing it's a disappointing season and i don't think it's the best season they made i think it's one of the worst seasons they made at the moment I think it's very, very, very cliche, and they know, and they know they're doing that with the first two episodes at least. And it gets better more as it goes on, and it kind of reveals more about the characters as it goes on, which it happens with a lot of American Horror Story uh, seasons. It's like the first episode, uh, first episode doesn't really impress you first, but the more you watch it, the more intrigued you get, which is very, very good for a show like that uh, to kind of start off that way because it's it's better for their marketing as well. But this one. During the half of the show, and, and it's basically ha almost uh, over halfway of their, of their season, I think they kind of found their weak point, which is it's the same formula, which is one, one person, or not one girl, one just one person in general, is, seems to be the good person, but they also are the bad person, and they have cahoots with the actual bad person that you see in the first season, or not the first season, the first like two episodes, and then the, the bad person is now the good person, and they keep on switching roles. And that gets really formulaic after a while, and I'm a little unimpressed with what they're doing with this season. In fact, I really don't give a crap about the characters. I really, really don't. There's some characters in this season, like uh, there's a new character called the Night Stalker. I think he sucks. I think he's a horrible character. And he's a, he's a, he's a character that they put on there to kind of add a supernatural layer to it. But I think his character is so one note and so like, it's, it's not really that dimensional. It's just the same old satanics worshiper type character. And I just really didn't enjoy any time he's on screen. I don't hate the actor. I think he's doing the best he can. But man, I do not. I don't really give a crap about the Night Stalker. But there's other characters that are like the uh, the typical stereotypes, like in Friday the Thirteenth or A Nightmare on Elm Street. You know the slasher movies that have those stereotypes, like the Virgin Girl or the the Jock or the um, the the Pretty Girl or whatever. So they they get they get development in their seasons and in their. Or not in their seasons, their episodes. I keep on mixing this up where it's seasons and episodes because they made like nine seasons and sometimes that connects to different seasons. But this episode, this season is contained, I guess. But yeah, those characters start going into places that I really don't enjoy. And, you know, overall, I'm not really too impressed with it. Hopefully the second half of the season can bring me back into thinking this is one of the best or kind of the medium for me. I mean, everybody's loving it at the moment. With with uh, different actors going into different roles like that, or a little bit more cartoony roles, but I didn't. I'm not. I'm not really enjoying my time with American Horror Story 1984. Maybe I'm just wrong in the wrong, uh, but I'm I'm not really too impressed with what they're going with the show. But anyway, those are my off the topics at the moment. This is a new show, so I'm uh, trying my best to kind of keep this a little bit brief or a little bit uh, shorter than uh, the uh, official movie podcast. But as I look at my time, it's almost 12 minutes. 
So I guess I did good on time. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this off the topic slideshow. If you do, please tell me in my social medias, my Snapchat. I should I should plug all these social medias at my end of my video. I usually do it at the beginning of my movie podcast, but now I got to do it at the end because I think that's more appropriate. So my Snapchat is Evan Magit. It's spelled E-V-A-N-A-V-G-G-I-T. No caps, no spaces, all one word. And same with my Instagram, the real Evan Magit, all one word, no caps, no spaces. And my email is evanxcubed at gmail.com. Please tell me what you think about this new sideshow and what ideas you can give me for stuff to talk about because there's probably some stuff in the news that I want to talk about in my movie podcast more than my off the topics. But my off the topics is a little bit more fun in that, uh, in that sense of you know just being a new thing. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed my new idea for this. Uh, hopefully I can continue with this. Hopefully this isn't discontinued. But yeah, I'm enjoying my time here. And uh, I'm going to see y'all later when I see y'all. But let me think about a different greeting I should go with with this new show. I should think about that. Um, in my thinking space at the moment. Uh, I'm going to see y'all later when I'm off the topic once again. There you go. That's a better, that's a better ending.